Were you an athlete, school teacher, or maybe worked in a corporate world? Our careers, they tend to be the way that we identify ourselves. Now what happens when that identity is taken from us? We found ours in real estate. Now let us help you find yours on a free agent real estate investing podcast. Starting now. To the free agent REI podcast. I'm your co-host Stratton Brown. And I'm your other co-host, Michael Butler. Guys, thank you for tuning in. You know, one week delayed, right? One week delayed. Jay-Z, please fix that last little screechiness. Jay-Z will fix it. <laughs> Jay-Z and Maxwell. You always do, man. Scratch it in. Yeah, bro. It was a one week delay, but I mean, it's been a what happened last week? Oh, I stayed a, I stayed a day too long. At your mastermind, right? Yeah, in Austin. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't even tell me it was another day. Oh, oh, the I, mastermind? No, I didn't man. even know it was another day. Shit happens, dude. Shit happens. Um, it it kind of worked out because I had a lot going on last week, too. So, um, yeah, it just it just worked out. We're here now, though. I missed my flight the next day, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's just ridiculous. It is what it is, bro. I fucking I love them. Today's, today's topic, I think me and Mike have been talking about it a lot. Is how to have a good working relationship with your spouse. Mm, Who is going there? I mean, slightly. (laughs) Again, I'm tired of these fucking gurus. Oh man, it's clear I didn't know what the uh, what the subject was on this one, right? I usually take a take a glance at it. So, I mean, that one, and we got a couple other things to cover: buying back time. Mike will talk about like again. Think about this quarter: how much time you spent doing something that doesn't make you really any money. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like it fulfills you any like it doesn't fulfill the gas tank either. Yeah. It's like what else could you be doing? That's gonna make you a lot more money. There's been a lot of talk about gas tanks, by the way. Gas prices, I guess. I guess gas prices are going up. If you're worried about looking look <laughs> look me in my eyes. Look at me. Yeah, right here, right here. If you're worried about gas prices, you're worried about the wrong shit. Go make some more fucking money. <laughs> well, I'll leave that at that. But if bro, <laughs> if you think about gas prices like that, bro, you worry about shit you can control. Exactly. Worry about no, oh man, gas is so high, man. It used to cost me only thirty dollars. Now I'm at forty, bro. What the fuck? You go to Costco still too, bro? Go fucking fill it up and go make some more money. Hey, I think that's where I. Hey, that's that's the only time I really check the gas price. I like to say I like to just see the difference between other places. I go to Costco so damn much when I actually pull up to another gas station. I'm like, damn, Costco actually. Hey, you do save a little bit uh, going to Costco. Wouldn't you know? I just love going to Costco regardless. So. I didn't realize the price difference. Sometimes I go somewhere else and I'm like, this ain't even Costco gas. <laughs> now I'm on a quality. I'm saying even Costco. Bro, I tell you that I'm not allowed to go shopping. I'm not allowed to go to Whole Foods and I'm not allowed to go to Costco by, by myself. You shop too much? You buy too much there? Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll drop a bag of uh, fucking Whole Foods for some cheese. <laughs> go, I, I go to like Whole Foods to grab like that soap. I like like the goat, like the natural soap. Yeah. And I'll go there to grab some soap, and I end up with like nine different cheeses, some crackers, three bottles of wine. You buy your soap from Whole Foods? Yeah. That's wild. I just went to Vines. That shit makes my skin itch. The Dove? Use Dove? Hell yeah, I use Dove. Okay. This year, Kalani took me to a goat farm Mm. to go pick out 30 different types of different smelling soaps. Man, what kind of soap y'all use? Go ahead and drop them in the comments. Drop drop what soap y'all use. Maybe I'll try something different. Jake, what type of soap you use? Old Spice. Old Spice. I mean, Old Spice isn't bad. It's a staple. He smells good. So. Right, he smells he smells yeah, good. So I'm not going to question his his choice. 
But like, I mean, the goat soap, bro. Like, it feels nice. I feel nice. It smells beautiful. Uh huh. It smells fucking. It smells better than Old Spice. Damn. Natural. Damn. Jake like Old Spice though. I, I like Old Spice. You can't say it. It, sm- it smells better. Dove sensitive skin. There we go. Dove sensitive skin. <laughs> That's oh. what I'm talking about right there. Dove is my shit, dog. But I guess my spending habits have gone up with my income habits, and so. But what are you doing spending that much money at fucking Whole Foods on some cheese? Yeah, that's, some that's wine. wild. But I, I can't, and I want to. Yeah, I guess. Everyone got different habits, right? Well, Everyone chooses to spend a little bit more on certain things. And I, I like it because Alan, when I worked for Alan, he would come every, he'd go to Whole Foods three times a fucking day. Okay. And buy some goddamn orange juice. Like the like that orange juice machine that's in the back. Yeah. He'd go get his own little freshly squeezed one and he'd go buy juice shots for us. Like they're like cool well, shots. That, you know, hey, bro. Orange juice shots or orange shots, whatever. That, see, but that's 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 specific. So like so is wine and cheese. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I can't I can't think that way. Old spice. Get old spice on there again. Jay-Z. <laughs> um, but it, it's funny because I only went to Whole Foods. When I first started teaching in 2016, I have went to I was teaching at Bullard, and um, that's the first time I went to Whole Foods because a lot of the counselors there, um, that's where they would go to go eat, and that's when I first. Yeah, it, they do have that good um, little buffet, thing. little buffet for yeah. like the little salads or whatever they cook for that day, like whatever you you know decide to get, and they weighed it and they you know and you pay for it that way, and so that was a whole shift for me too because. Being from Southeast Fresno, we ain't got Whole Foods or nothing. So, right. do you go to? Wa- I refuse to go to Walmart. I go. I go to Walmart, myself. but only the one on Herndon and Fowler. But I, I, um, <laughs> I refuse to go to Walmart. I refuse to go into a lot of places because I don't like the energy of the store. I refuse to let my wife go to Target without me. Without me. Without you. You know, don't don't go to like that. will cause an argument. That will cause like a you know you went where. You knew you didn't even say you had to get anything from Target. I don't know. Kalani you, goes you to Target. You didn't even ask me. me. No, don't go to Target without me. Do you love Target? Is that I love? I love Target. Okay. I mean, what do you have a Dyson vacuum yet? Yeah. Okay. I'm on number two. All right. Just got that noob daddy. We just got our other one went out. I don't know what happened to it. I think it was just, I don't know. This is why we make money so, so I can buy a goddamn Dyson <laughs> so vacuum. We took, we took it back to Costco and then they had the new one and it just happened. I didn't. You don't realize how much I, I didn't realize how damn expensive those damn things were until they gave us the like the receipt to do an exchange for another one. And I was like, we spent what on what? <laughs> it's worth it. But it's worth every fucking dollar. I I love that damn Dyson vacuum. Women, if you want your man to vacuum, get him a Dyson. Get him a Dyson. <sighs> I, I love, love it. Bro, I love it. Yeah. I love vacuuming my house. Yeah. I love <laughs> But I don't go into Walmart because I hate the energy. Like the fucking Walmart off of what is that, Ashland and Blackstone? Oh, yeah. Dude, refuse. And then the way that the people just, like, talk to you or the way that they look right, at like you. Like, like, I get the energy. It's like the all aura. of them, bro. Like, I won't do yeah, it. Yeah. I only I go into Whole Foods for that reason. To where, like, mm-hmm. again, energy is everything, right? So I'm walking in there. Okay, it's good. I feel good. Everything's mm-hmm. good in there. You walk into a ghetto-ass Walmart, bro. You're going to have some ghetto-ass fucking you got shit laying angry. on the floor. Fucking alien fold the sweater and put it back on the rack. You know, cart getting stuck. Right, it's not the energy you need. It's not the energy you, just you agitated need. the whole time you there. Right, at least now with Whole Foods, it's all nice. Everybody's happy. I get my yeah. core shots. Everybody smiles at me. I smile mm-hmm. at them. That's true. That's true. You don't think about the low end. Yeah, that's true. Like you, you got to be super selfish with your energy too. You have to be so like 
it's funny the things that you actually you you realize like about just your energy and the way something makes you feel like I you just can't go somewhere because like I spent all morning trying to get my energy my right. energy right trying to get my mind right you know what I mean just to be uh, just you know a better person every morning just get myself into a a great state of mind and so to walk into somewhere that you know you can control where you go so to walk into somewhere and just hear or just see just it just drains you it dra it mentally drains the home you. I remember when I was working with Alan and he was like bro don't even walk by the homeless people like the homeless people who are fighting each other because like that vibe will give off like it, you can feel mm -hmm. it you can feel the tension you can feel the energy bro he's like you don't need that yeah that's the last thing you need in your life mm -hmm. stay focused keep it like keep your energy clean has nothing to do with like oh you don't like them their situation but that's a lot of tension like you need that mm -hmm. type of tension in your life you know type of anger like all that strife everything that's going on that they're emitting you want that no okay bro walk on the other side of the street some deep shit, bro like you don't think of it like that but like it really it really it is, really it is bro of how cognizant or how aware of you know you know your surroundings and just the energy that just exudes off of people like it's crazy how you start to be able to notice those things and not want to be around it right and alan came from like a crazy ass environment so he's even more cognitive of it but that i'd say that's one of the biggest things he taught me he's like bro you need to protect your energy more he's like you're never going to walmart again <laughs> he's like no more walmart like none of that shit because it's it's gonna throw you off you're not gonna feel the right way and it's like if you're trying to get to like the place you want to be how do those people feel all the time how do they act mm -hmm. how does it look how do they shop at least just go fucking sit there speaking of energy um i walked in was it monday tuesday monday or tuesday it was the second i think that was tuesday i walked into starbucks when I walked into Starbucks, it was all red. And I was like, see my peppermint mocha sitting up there and just, I was like, oh, no, uh, the Irish cream, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, it was just, it was it just the energy that just came from Starbucks because it was, it, it just told you all the Christmas stuff started coming out, right? I know, I get, bro. I know we still got Thanksgiving, bro. It is. But it's Christmas time. I seen right I seen a calendar time. and it explained it perfectly. It had, it had November and it had December calendars. And it circled the 23rd, 24th, and the 25th. And then it said November, like, 1st through the 22nd. All that was, like, circled through the 22nd and then the 26th through the end of the month or whatever. And all of that was bracketed in, like, with Christmas. Yep. And then it had those three days of November 23rd, 4th, and 5th. That was Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then it had all of December <laughs> as Christmas. And so just I, I say that to say just, like, you, I walked into there, and that's why, you know, Christmas time for me is, or towards the end of the year, like, that's always my favorite time of the year, and it has nothing to do with, like, receiving gifts and stuff like that, but it's just the energy of people the is completely different. Too. You know, everyone's more giving. Um, everyone's just, I don't know, it's just, maybe it's because they spend a lot more time at home, right? Because you talk about with the schools, your kids are home, depending on the district, two, uh, one to two weeks in November, and they're home three, two to three weeks in December. Yeah. So everyone's balance is just differently. Um, I feel like people's energy is different and it's just the spirit of giving. And if you give all year round, like that's obviously, you know, shouldn't More be a energy. difference. But when other people are given to like it just it makes me feel good. And so I love I love when I walked in there and I seen all that red because it just told me that, you know, it's time of year was uh, was near. Hell yeah, but real quick, let's respond and I'll respond to you. Yeah. James is going to go buy some wine and cheese tonight because of me. Um, cheese suggestions. What is it? Midnight Moon 
at Whole Foods. It's a goat cheese Gouda. It's my favorite cheese of all time. Gouda cheese is good. Brad Hardy. Money man Brad. Money man Brad. Money man Brad. Fire. What the fire? Are we making money today? Yes, we're making money today. I hope so. Mike just got an invoice from me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, when they say you're paying something, you got to be getting something back. So it's a service that I'm getting. So I'm making money also. You little fucker. But the energy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I just got an invoice. Huh? The energy of Christmas, though, I. I, I think that's the only reason. My parents start put, started as a kid playing Christmas music on Halloween. Night. I love Christmas music. They listen to Christmas music all year long. Like mm-hmm. now they do that no one's in the house and the that kids can't bitch at Christmas. That's the shit. That Michael Bublé shit. But then the energy of giving and like there's nothing better than like giving someone a present and them loving it. Yeah. Growing up, my parents would like just go give random, like they'd help out random families. Yes, no that, one knew. That's awesome, isn't it? Right. It's awesome, right? Yeah. And so that feeling, how does that make you feel? And then you're feeling good. You're in the giving mm-hmm. mode and then more money comes. Mm-hmm. Like the more you give, the more you receive. I 100% believe that's why I donate so much money. Yeah, it really feels good to do it. Like you said, like it, it just—it's a different feeling. You don't—you don't just get that from anywhere. And it feels good to do it. Sorry, okay. I'm not just a money hungry bat. I'm not—I'm <laughs> not Scrooge McDuck. I promise. But I do like having money so I can give and change yeah. people's lives. Yeah. And I don't have to commit a ton of time to it. That's one of the best things we'll talk about, about that. I think making money. I've said it. I've said it for a long time now. I said the best part of making money is being able to give. Like I, I think there's as good as it feels to make money, it feels way better to give it because you, it, 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 I'm not saying you're giving away, you know, all of it. You know what I mean? But like just just to cover a meal for someone or just to just buy a coffee for someone behind you. Um, you know, I give sometimes on just Fridays, just because to me Fridays, I know you know. People who work in traditional, you know, traditional jobs. I, I definitely, I've been there, I've done it, and I've, I, I understand sometimes at the end of the month or just dragging your ass through work, you know, all week, and uh, maybe you're using your, the last bit of money you got to get that coffee because you realize, like, you know, this it's just been a tough week. Like, you know, bro. I mean, like it's bro. it's worth it right now. You know what I mean? So something's to be said. Like, I love going, and I, I'll take care of the whole line behind me. I don't give a fuck how far back it goes at Dutch. You know, because if you think about it, it, it won't cost you over a hundred bucks to take care of the whole line at Dutch. Bro, I talked to um a guy yesterday about this, and we try and do it in our companies, but giving your employees more money randomly mm-hmm. when they're having a hard day. Cause like at this point, bro, $150 is nothing to you. No. A hundred but a caller with great energy. Right. But like let's say <laughs> you're and I don't know who Los, shout out Los, shout out Lottie, shout out Roddy, shout out Josh Snow. These three are the people who like leadership, and I've been talking to him about it. And um, Josh is a different level. Level is like, oh, I'm gonna help my girl buy a rolls for her mom because mm-hmm. his employees make that much money, right? Yeah. But then Lois is like, bro, my girl had a hard week, and she does this. I sent her two hundred dollars, and I told her to go get drunk with her friends. That's You're awesome. working so hard. That's awesome, right? Dude. But yeah. like, it, bro, it's two hundred bucks to yeah. where now we're in a situation to where we can change their mm-hmm. mood, their mm-hmm. energy, show them that we care. Like, hey, I know you had a hard week. Mm-hmm. I, I know you've been pushing, you know, on me, go out, have a great time. Let's go come back in on Monday. We're going to kick some ass. Because why don't a lot of people do the thing like, <laughs> should you go out and drink and, you know, but, but whatever it may be. But like some people don't go do that stuff just because sometimes, you know, depending on where they are, their financial situations, you know, they can have a shitty day, but they can't necessarily go do that because it just financially isn't responsible for them at that time. Right. And so understand like it's not just the money to go have drinks but like just think about the weight that you've just taken off of someone to be able to go release and not have to stress off of what they're spending 
Right? Bro, $200 can get you a nice dinner in Fresno. 100%. Like, they can get you, you can go, you take out your girlfriend, take out your wife. I go, you know what? Go have some fun. Mm-hmm. You're going to go get an amazing dinner, just you two. Relax. Mm-hmm. Your boss actually cares about you. Bro, it's a different mindset moving forward. 100%. Agreed. Brad gives me the strong arms, and Brad is an, another amazing leader who I'd go to for leadership advice. 100%. You don't, you don't do real estate and just business in general this long and not be a great person. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> eventually you'd get weeded out. So, um, it's right. one of the best. You want to talk about that freaking. This, nobody talks about having to work with your spouse and your spouse is a partner. And especially if you don't have a partner right now. Yeah. And then you got to start dealing with a partner when you're, for me, I, bro, I make all the fucking decisions. Yeah. And now I'm getting pushed back. Oh my god! So and then you gotta create a new ebb and flow with that person. Mm-hmm. Have you encountered the same things? Yeah, you know, you know, I have. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm looking. I'm looking for something. I'm looking for something back. Just for, for um, me, that's what it's like. It's it's a little bit different. And again, well, some entrepreneur I know Pace talks about it with his wife, and I think they're a great combo. Mm-hmm. And that, but they're, him and then Sean Whalen and his girl and his wife do stuff, but I don't listen to theirs. But like, it's hard. Because mm-hmm. generally, when you get in entrepreneurship, your significant other is like the first one to hop in with you. Yeah, I don't know how long. Um, I don't know who. Well, I mean, I know Pace was doing. You know, he was a general contractor, right? Um, and then I don't know how long Laura was doing was a licensed agent um, before him getting it. Was she there? Was she an agent before him moving over to the wholesale sub sub two side of it? Or yeah, I believe okay, so. Because I was well, the only reason I say that is only because. Her getting her license, you gotta understand. Like when you're an agent, if she if she's whether she's with a brokerage or not, but she she almost was able to develop her herself as an agent. And once you bring those two worlds together, she already has her own like swag to her with like on the on this the, is my shit on the realtor on the realtor or the retail side of it. Like this is my shit. This is what I do. Like, you know what I mean? And I think, you know, people who are close to us that we all know, like you talk about Darren and Cam Wade, right? Um, I believe they got into real estate around the same time. And so everyone can see just like how awesome they are, you know, now together. And again, this is no conversation that I've had with them, but just like any couple, <laughs> you know, they, they have their ups and downs. Um, but I, I honestly feel like if you're a significant uh, other to another investor or anything like that, and you look at them too, it can be overwhelming, but you also have to understand that she's been able to cut her teeth as a licensed realtor for a while. So getting into the Airbnb and the investment side of it and stuff like that, like she understands um, having to time block or, you know, understanding that sometimes you can't control everything. So a lot of the difficulties I think that we would have with a significant other who's not in the business or the area that we're in, um, a lot of the issues that you initially run into you can't look at more invested couples at the time and see them and be like, well, they're able to do it because there's a lot of lessons in order to be able to thrive and grow together. And so my wife's been my biggest support system of all time, but I've also mentally, I've changed a lot and you really have to be cognizant and really understand that you can outgrow that relationship in a sense of like, if, if it's not deeper than just, you know, other, other things like me and my wife have a great connection. You can still do it though. You a hundred percent. But what I'm saying is like mentally there's point in times where I got to understand that I, we've invested, she's invested into me. 
right? And poured into me being able to grow so that our family can grow. And what ends up taking place is I do grow, but you can't get upset when the other person hasn't had as much development in that in that space as you have. Yep. So you have to at that point reach down and pull them up and guide them and guide them. And only how you can do that is by not getting upset and honestly letting go. And I think that's something that me and my wife ran into um, with her now taking over the Airbnb thing. And that was a discussion that we had like, hey, this is this is this is you. And I said, you know, I, I get it that for me, I'm used to running everything. And so I make the decisions. Um, I, I dictate the flow and the speed in which things take place. I can't do that over here. I may not agree with what she believes comes first and then what comes second. And I can't always, um, I can't always, uh, voice that, you know, that thought I can't always voice like, well, I think that you should do this, this, and then this because it saves time here because I'm coming from a lot more experience in something else. I have to allow her to be able to almost fail and then look back on it and not be like, oh, I told you so. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's that's not that's not being a great partner. You know, you're not I'm not looking to be right. But I do understand that I have to allow her to be able to go through her bumps and bruises and grow. And that always can be me saving her, which is hard as a husband. Yeah, because I'm supposed to be there to protect her. Yeah. But sometimes protecting just like your children is by letting them fail. I my biggest fear, I think, would be outgrowing my significant other. And I was DM's biggest thing is about my biggest fear is outgrowing my wife. Mm-hmm. It's like we spend so much time in growth. Mm-hmm. Think about how much time you spend just trying to fucking grow. Mm-hmm. Toward generally, if you're the one initiating the entrepreneurship thing, like you're the one who's trying to fucking grow. Yeah. Like you're the one who's trying to make mm-hmm. all the info I can possibly take and throw it all in here. I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing. Mm-hmm. Your other person may not just be on that vibe. So you got to find out a way to like, how can you, I've been blessed and you've been blessed with people who are about it. They want to grow more. They want to, I'd say that's my biggest fear. You start doing a journey together. Like you guys have, you guys started going on masterminds and stuff like that together and and something different. Like what me and my wife do, like, it's not even like, honestly, we start looking at, okay, like where, where's our future? Like, where do we see us investing more? Like, yes, we have Airbnb. Yes. We have the wholesale side of it, but like, what are we going to build our, our legacy off of? Like, what is it that is something that we can do that we both still love that I don't have a bunch of knowledge in already that where I'm not upset with you about not knowing? That's important. And so I would, um, I guess my advice would really be finding something within your the fields that you, I mean, I know real estate, right? But there's different ends to real estate that you don't, that you don't know everything about or you don't know a lot about. And so I'm all for learning a new um, buying strategy or um, whether it be buying mobile homes, whatever it may be. Yeah. I'm all for doing something like that that I know nothing about that me and my wife both can go to a mastermind on and learn about together because now we get to grow in that industry together. Yeah. But we still have and I still have prior knowledge of real estate or a transaction in general. I just may not know how to put together that deal, but I understand the concept of putting a deal together. And so I can take that experience with my wife and my wife throw the deal together. I help her fucking package it. And then boom. 100%. Do you have anything else you want to cover? I, I, that was just a topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, be, I if we're going through it, right? And Kalani, I love you, but I know I'm an asshole, right? Like uh-huh. we're so used to one way of operating to where we have to grow mm-hmm. as humans to make that better. 
What's going on, Cletus? What up? Man. What's going on? The best, bro, the fucking yeah. best couple duo out there. Uh-huh. Right? And they do everything together. The biggest thing is ego, bro. I think that's what's going to hurt a ego. lot of relationships, or that's what hurts a lot of relationships is egos. You don't fucking know everything. You know, and I think one thing that Cletus and Aaron does a, a really good job at is they have roles. Everyone has to have a role and you have to completely respect someone else's role. You can't you can't always think that you can you can do this better or that they should do that better. Like, what is our role? And then you completely stay out of it. You know, if you go to one of those flips and you start asking Cletus, hey, what y'all going to do with the design? What you thinking? Da, da, da. Bro, go ask mama <laughs> like that's that's hers. You know what I mean? And and so I think that's that. If you look at the people who have done it before you, we have great people in our market. You know, you got Jan and you got Jason. You got Cletus. You got Aaron. Now you get now you're about to have Kyle and, you know, um, I just went blank. <laughs> His fiance. Right. They're, they're out there doing their thing. Gracie, you have them out there doing their thing. And so you we have great people to look up to and, and ask those questions for and see how they make it tick. And um use those resources man never try to figure it there you go <laughs> that's what i said though ain't it yeah that's what you said okay i'm like i didn't say it wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. Said Gracie. thank you <laughs> um don't try to reinvent the wheel man find people find people who who you feel, feel like you would like to emulate and and really ask those questions and, and learn man don't be don't have your don't don't let your ego be so big that you're unwilling to learn from those who've done it before you how have your airbnb's gone what's been your biggest learning lesson from this shit um <laughs> my biggest my biggest learning lessons um i like we're saying just uh, just giving it to my wife not feeling like i need to be a part of it like i like i love it like i love what it does um but at the end of the day it's not um something that i have to be so involved in like i, I don't mind being the shoulder to lean on and um go through finding the deals and funding the deals and you know all these things I, I i love i love the acquisition side of it um and then the day-to-day stuff i can you know you I tune a, out bro <laughs> i tune I, out I, you I know what out. i mean so I that's not that's not really where i thrive and if you really think about it wholesaling is really the act uh all acquisitions it's all acquisition side of it so that's just that's what i love to do and, and my wife is a systems person so um i'm really enjoying falling back on it because she'll tell me what needs to get done and when she's telling me what needs to be done, I make sure she's done. <laughs> you know, I, I make sure she's done talking. And then I say, you know, you should delegate that. And then because, she, again, now we're teaching. Now you're coaching, right? Because she knows that usually for stuff to get done, you go do it, right? We've hired someone on. So it's like, okay, well, how about you let so-and-so know about this during the hours that we pay them for? Have them go. They'll get the bid. They'll get the quote. They'll relay it to you, and then we'll just pay that invoice. Never had to leave the house. So I didn't tell her, do it this way, but I just say, hey, what do you think about this? And if she says, no, I'm fine with it. Maybe she don't want to do it that way, but I'm just, what do you think about this option? <laughs> Lots of patience and communication, <laughs> my brothers, is what yeah. Cleta says. Bro, delegation is hard. And shout out, my assistant Jay-Z is on here. Um, and because I'm an awful delegator, I'm like Jay Z, bro. I need to figure it out. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't do an SOP. I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Like Jay Z, I love you, dude. Do this, handle it, and then you create the SOP, please. And yeah, does it, but it doesn't always work that way. Uh huh. It doesn't always work because, like, for a lot of people, when you are delegating, you need to give them a roadmap to do it because mm-hmm. they're so used to 
working in a corporate world where corporates, everybody tries to be corporate, right? Everybody hates corporate. But corporate has figured out their shit works. Their mm -hmm. shit runs like a prospect system. Uh -huh. But that's not where I'm there. And that's why I have an assistant. But as we've, as me and Chase have grown, we were really, really, really shitty at delegating at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So if we're just like getting going, and I still need to get better at it, like imagine, I just think back a year ago before I kept telling you, delegate, 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 delegate. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, I gotta do it. I, I, I gotta do it. Yeah. <sighs> just gotta find better ways to get it done. Find better ways. Make more work less. <laughs> I'm delegating everything. <laughs> I'm a fat guy. I'm delegating everything. But they, their entire business runs, bro. Like, click, yeah. they both went back. They both work because they're like, well, what else would I do? Yeah. They, they wouldn't have anything else to do. Aaron quit. I was with Aaron two times a I week and she was, stopped. I'm bored. Yeah. I'm bored. I'm working. going back to work. That's hilarious. That's really where you want to be. <laughs> but it's different. Be careful going back, though. I mean, well, they, they had a different line of work, too. So theirs is similar to coaching in a way, but yeah. um, they kind of run the whole thing. You know what I mean? So you're able to dictate a lot of the things that, you know, in other jobs, you can't necessarily dictate that environment. Well, and, well, if you leave work and you're financially free and then you come back, you have a lot of leverage if someone tells you, like, bitch, no. But honestly, that's what that's that's what's tough. It's because you because you do, you know, and all the back as soon as something pisses you off in the back of your mind, you're like, I don't fucking need this. I don't need this. I don't, shit. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna end up in jail. You know what I mean? Because like I, I you now you have no problem speaking how you feel, like because you would hold a lot in because of the fear of being let go or upsetting the wrong person. And then what happens if I lose my job and da, da, da. Well, when you ain't worried about losing no job based off of financial reasons, some piss you off, you're going to say something about it. And I think that <laughs> that's, that's, that's the net, that's the downfall of going back to a job sometimes is because now you don't, the thing that was technically holding you there before ain't holding you there. Now it's just your passion is that that's bringing you back. And so when it's not, when you're not being fulfilled in that aspect, you have no problem speaking up on it. Right. Well, let's talk about your time commitment of coaching. Okay. How big of a fucking time commitment that was. And you're, you're going to make a lot of money to finish out the year. Yeah. With significantly less time. Yeah. So it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> so it's possible. Um, it's possible. And, and I think when we first, when I first got started, that was one of the downfalls that I realized when we first started was how much time it took away from the business. And I hadn't had enough. Um, built in to really be able to sustain run. through it, right? And I wouldn't even say that I, I would have enough at this point to... Uh, yes, I do. Um, it's just I'm constantly in, in a mindset of growth. And for me, it's like my biggest downfall coaching my first year was that I didn't have enough to sustain my business. And finishing out year three, I have the, the resources or whatever to sustain the business, but I, I'm not able to grow it. Because once you learn how to sustain a business, you only think about growth and being more efficient. And so, I don't know. <laughs> Time commitment, man. I mean, pretty much. You think know, about how much more money you'll make next year because of the mm -hmm. time you have. And the it goes more than time because it's still your shower thoughts will somewhat go into football. Yeah. Right. Those shower those shower thoughts make you millions. Yes. Right. So, yes. but all that's gone. All that mind space is clear. Mm -hmm. Now we have more shower thoughts on how to grow coming. I mean, it's it's almost like you know, I mean, it's it's another job, bro. It's, yeah, I don't it care. Is. It's it another is. job. It is, and I and I love doing it. And I think, but whenever I look back on it, and, and my wife, which you know, she's she's the one to say, like you know, 
you know, yes, we can be more efficient with the time that we do have. But when you really look at it and be like, okay, well, what if you did have this time? And it's like, well, I get it. But like, I can't, I'm not just going to quit. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just not, that's not what I do. And so um, you start thinking about what you could do with time. And then you start to think about growth and, you know, all those things. And you really got to put it into perspective. It's, it's I, I have employees now, <laughs> you know, I got, you know, at the time it was just me. I was a solopreneur and, and now I had, you know, one, two, three, for the people who rely on me to constantly make sure that we're doing something five at that point, right. And make sure that we do things the right way. Um, and that we're constantly growing so that there won't come a time where I can't, you know, make sure that they're paid, you know? And so yeah. when I start looking at that, I mean, I don't think I can be a, I can't be a good boss, um, and still dedicate that much time to something other than my business. How do you think you could be? That's one thing I'm trying to think of more is how I can work less and uh, make even more. Like, how can I put a constraint to our strat and you can only work for an hour a day? How are you going to make a million dollars? By completely replacing yourself. To an extent. Yeah, uh, but I love what I do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so like, I, do, I get you it. You do, but you love the wholesale side. Yeah, I love, the, love wholesale the wholesale side, side of it. And so for, for me, it's really, I'm not saying that I'm going to, the, the hours that I would get back from football that I want to take and throw into my business, like all, you know, all that time. But like, honestly, another two hours a day or just, being able to at least have my calendar open. And I tell people all the time, I love coaching football. And the hardest thing for me isn't necessarily the time that I give up, but it's it's the only thing that I'm um, that I'm committed to, or it's the only thing that I'm uh, obligated to do. So if you're saying that, like, I'm not saying I'm gonna spend the four hours, you know, a day on my business, but I, I will be available for four hours. And I think that's the difference. If an appointment did pop up, I can go on that appointment. Whereas right now I can't, you know, mm -hmm. yes, I got to send someone else. Um, but then it takes time to go ahead and, and, and uh, train that person and just, you know, I, I, that's what I like to do though. So for me, it's just being, being able to do something during that time. Cause right now I'm not. I feel it. I love it. I love it. More constraint. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's something I love to do, but like I said, it's something, it's an obligation and, and nothing in my life anymore. Do I have any obligation or any, 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 I'm not tied to anything. Doesn't that feel good? Though? I can get up and do whatever the fuck I want to do except during football season. Yeah. You know, I typically I can look at a calendar and be like, Oh, let's go this day. Right now I can't. Cause it's like, Oh, we got to okay, go here. We got to come back by this time. Like, you know what I mean? So just the freedom. That is hard. I start. It's been that way with like Zeno's school. Yeah, bro. Zeno has Zeno's missed like half a year of school because I'm just like, I, I want to go there. Like, we're, yeah. we're going. Yeah, and it's a constraint. Yeah, and that's why we got to go to homeschool, right? Yeah, it's a, it, it's, an, it, it's a restraint to it to an extent because you can, you can still be like I just ain't fucking sending them. I can't just not show up to football it be, only because to me football is life. And and we say it all the time. What did you learn from football in college and blah, blah, blah. You know, I learned to do the things that, you know, I don't always want to do. And so for me, it's showing up. You know, that's for me. Football is showing up. So I, you can't just be like, you know what? I'm not going. I'm not going to go today because I don't have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to me, it's the message. What are, what are you sending? Like if it's not important to you, because Baxter used to always say you either didn't know or you didn't care. That's the only two reasons you don't do something. You either didn't know we were practicing or you didn't care enough to get there. I like that. You, you knew about know, it. You, you knew care. about it because we have it every day, same time. But if you didn't show up, it's because it just didn't mean enough to you.
That's a powerful one. <laughs> I'm going to start using that You either that don't one. know or you don't care. And if you don't know, there's no problem. We can definitely teach you how to do something. But once I teach you how to do it and it occurs again, you just you didn't care. You didn't care how it would make your teammates feel. You didn't care how it would make your coworkers feel. You didn't care. You know, you just didn't care. That's just that's, that's all it is. It's lack of information or knowledge of it or just lack of desire or care for it to happen. That's powerful. I, what do you think about Zillow shutting down, dude? I think it's awesome. What's the first, the first thing we always say, bro? Hey, well, Zillow said my house is worth it. Well, tell Zillow to buy it. So all those people we told Zillow to tell, hey, y'all go tell Zillow to buy, buy it. Well, Zillow bought it. And now Zillow is looking like a distressed seller right now. Right. Well, they said they wanted to sell it off in blocks. Mm-hmm. Who was I talking to about that? Because they bought it in blocks. That's how they were raising comps. No, they want to sell it off in like regions. No. Oh, okay. So they'll sell off the West Coast, Midwest, Southeast. That's right? Brad. Brad, you about to go buy some of those from Zillow? All right. I mean, what, they, I mean, they can sell that thing to Blackstone. Yeah, but it's all they bought it all overpriced, bro. Like they were paying. They bought it all market. over retail. Over retail. Yeah, it was ridiculous what they was buying shit for. And, and they, then they put in thirty grand. And it pisses and it pisses me off because they they really thought that they were like reinventing the wheel. Like people's been buying real estate forever. You didn't just up and change how to buy real estate. Some of it worked, bro. I mean, some of it. In, if like, they some flipped areas. it, if they flipped it, but they bought too many, they couldn't get to it. I'll give you that. Because yeah, they're, they're buying blocks. They're buying the blocks overpriced. So you had, you know, a $150,000 neighborhood. You're paying $200,000 for all the houses in the neighborhood. You flip them hoes and then you put it on the market and it sells for $300. So then your next one, you know, your comp is $300 because you got to flip for $300, right? Even though you bought it for two. Yeah. And then you sell that one. And the next, you know, the comps just start rising in that area because you got the whole damn block. You're using your own shit as comps, oh, which yeah, I think it's, might be illegal, but it's whatever. not. It's not. <laughs> It's not, it's, I mean, it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Brad Hardy, we would love to. The market's still hot, so there are buyers that will pay more than me. Brad will pay fucking... Well, Brad's the cheapest house buyer I know. Agreed. That's why he's been in business so long. Right. That's why you've been... A, you're <laughs> awesome, Brad. That's why he ain't trying to sell them by the, uh, in blocks. <laughs> I mean, he'll, he'll buy it all. He'll, he'll go raise the cash, too. But he'll buy the block, but he ain't going to buy it at the, at the price that you bought the, the block. Price, right? yeah. They're going to take a fat L. Buy man, what else are I having? Just stocks in Zillow, bro. I think yeah, Zillow's publicly traded. Like with them, like taking a hit like that, like would that be something like like to invest in? Is it almost like a bank bailout? Like how they bail out banks? Like if the stocks were low on like Bank of America, like you know that they're, they're going to get bailed out, so no, you buy it low. It, it's it's not big enough. It's not like that. No, I mean the reason they didn't want to bail out the banks because they got out. The whole bank thing was completely different. Zillow's just like a company. If that company yeah. goes down, no, I mean I get it. The company, but, but it's down. like the company. You get Redfin and Realtor.com, but like, what's real estate with no? They Zillow? bailed out the banks because like the banks were really too big to fail. Everybody would like lose their money. Like, but it's it, it, Zillow. Like a, Zillow doesn't hold anyone's. But money, you think? Though. But you think they'd let Zillow just fail? Yes, bro. It's capitalism. That's wild, bro. That, so so Redfin, you'd buy Redfin because of Zillow about to crash. I mean, I mean, what uh, Redfin would be the place? Redfin coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Zillow has so much cash, but they're not fucking going yeah. anywhere. They'll. Oh yeah, we took a. Five hundred fifty million dollar loss. I mean, they they got a lot of cash on hand. The stock crashed. Did you buy any of them, Brad? Yeah, I mean, Brad is a stock guy. He loves. He's watching that shit like a game. I bought. I bought my first one. You bought stock? Yeah, I bought whatever Dean and them told me to buy. What was it? Was that that uh, Shiba? Well, it's crypto. Whatever crypto. I bought crypto. So you crypto. so you finally bought crypto? I, bought oh, crypto. I don't want to hear about crypto. I just bought it because they told. I, no, I don't want to hear about crypto. Here's here's what happened. 
they told me if someone if if you got people on a rocket ship telling you to get on the rocket ship you don't ask questions you just get on the rocket ship they said if you got you if you got someone telling you to grab buy a seat on the rocket ship don't ask about where it's going just get on the rocket ship and go to the moon with us i told you it was going to the fucking moon but you didn't tell me what to buy and then I got home and I started thinking about it. I was like, well, I guess it don't take none of my knowledge. I got really good friends around me. <laughs> I got really good friends around me. So maybe if they just tell you to go buy something, maybe you should just go buy it. Did you hear about that trade of the dude who put in a thousand and made like six billion? He bit eight thousand, yeah. Eight thousand? Yeah, at the beginning of the year, I think in like May or something like that. No, at like 18 months. Something wild to where, yes, thousands into billions. That's insane. Yeah. It that's is. crypto. Like that's why I think crypto is so fucking crazy. Pretty cool. It's pretty. You you know, I mean, doing the number now. ain't where I bought it at. You know what I mean? But it's fun to kind of see it kind of fluctuate because I, you know, obviously you're gonna buy it with the intent of just I'm just gonna hold it, whatever I get. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's kind of cool to just see it, see it kind of move like that. When the shoes shiny tells you to buy stock, time to get out. When the shoe shiner tells you to buy stock. Oh, that what he said. It's time to get out. I'm not a fucking shoe shiner, Brad. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Brad. You know what? You might be right, man. I might have to go sell that shit off. <laughs> when the shoe shiner tells you to go buy stock. Oh, bro, I'm selling everything. I got a question for you. How fast do you make decisions? Oh, bro, I, I make I didn't make decisions fast. I've been taking way too long to make decisions. And Why? Sometimes I overthink, and I, I think of I try and like think down like all of my possible downsides, uh -huh. and try and hedge against it. Uh -huh. That's the problem. You're spending more time thinking about hedging than making a decision, and, instead of just like oh, fucking. You can reverse it. What's the like? Like my thought behind it is again, we talk about the people around you. We talk about your circle. We talk about things like that. Like who's gonna allow you to fail? Who's um? I mean. Everyone should allow you to fail, right? No, no, no. Well, right, we just talked about that, right? But, like, you get to a point to where your brand is you, right? And all the things and the, and, the, and the right decisions that you've made. And you've taken the time to develop and, 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 and groom or... Um, I was listening to Mike Todd, right? You sow into all these relationships, right? <laughs> you sow into all these relationships, and at some point, you know, throughout that time and, you know, doing the work and stuff like that, you're going to make bad decisions. But you just got to understand that you have so much knowledge in just, you know, just getting shit done that you'll figure out a way through it. Right. Like, the, I think the one thing that's consistent about people who have done great things in their life just fucking financially, they just fucking make the decision and, uh, and trust them. When people say bet on yourself, you're betting on your ability to figure shit out. Oh, yeah. Well, here's what I have written down. Um, I take too long to make a decision. Then I don't focus on that decision long enough once it's been made. Uh -huh. And I just make another decision to do something else. And so essentially, I do nothing. All right. So, like, think about all this shit in your business. Uh -huh. like, oh, we need to do that. And then you start it, and then nothing happens. Uh -huh. And it's just fucking sitting there. Like the Fix This Next book by Mike Michalowicz uh -huh. talks about that. So he's like, think of a house with a bunch of half-built rooms. But I took forever to even think about the half-built room that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then I move off that half-built room and I start because I started like another decision. Mm -hmm. So essentially, I'm doing nothing, but you feel like you're doing a lot. Yeah. But you still have rooms. No, I have I have, I have rooms that everybody freezes in. Like there's no AC. There's no the, walls. We, we ain't got there yet. No bed. We ain't got there yet. There's, but you there's still, you still able to rent them out. Motherfuckers, is just cold in there. 
roads. <laughs> but you making money off those half built rooms, bro. Like that's just, so. Eventually, I'm, you build enough half built rooms, you'll have some money to go put some AC in it. Uh, no, I, one that I, should I, make I, sense, huh, Jake? Yeah, I do. Jake, don't make no fun. <laughs> that makes hell of sense. That shit don't make no it's like marketing. It's like marketing, right? You talk about data and, and, and scrubbing your data, stacking your data, right? When you first get started, you just be fucking buying data and calling this shit, right? Is it the right way to go about it? I'm no, talking about a, it at no, a high level, this is Michael. the same shit. I'm talking about it at a high Bro, level. Bro, I got data, call it. We may be calling the same shit, but I'm still getting deals out of it. And as you mature in the business, you start learning how to stack your list, clean your list, scrub it, direct mail the freaking the ones you haven't been able to contact 10 times through the damn list. And you start getting more efficient with your data. So now you're making more deals. But you were getting deals. I didn't by just explain it good it. enough to you. I, I didn't explain it good enough to you. So let's say, I mean, we could take That's it another one of your half built ass decisions, bro. The way you was explaining it to Just me. the fuck up. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> so he used let's say i start another business and the business like just gets off the ground mm-hmm. and i took forever to start the business of thinking it out thinking everything i put it up and then as soon as something else pops up i start a different business mm. essentially i did nothing because that other business is stagnant and it's not making me any money yeah, you should have never launched it right you shouldn't right but like you yeah. took so long to think about it yeah. Put it in a place. Okay, it's it's going, but like okay, you did it, but then you moved on to something else. You didn't even have the next step in line. Like you shouldn't you should have Right, but then like you make the decision, you go, you planned it out, but you do this like, oh, hey, you know what? We really need to focus on our dispo. Mm-hmm. You start focusing on your dispo and then something else in the business pops up that's another problem, and the dispo is a half built house. So now what's your question? I, no, that's just something I need to work on. There's no fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fix it, right? Like I'm not saying spend more time on a decision, but I mean there's there's I'm probably, saying there's focus a, on a decision, make it faster and see it through. Yeah. Or well, well focus on a decision and make that decision based off of have, what comes next. Or have someone carry it out. Right? My podcast, right? I have my own podcast, right? That I'm supposed to be launching. Have you anybody heard about it? No, because I, I did it. I got it. It ain't it ain't nowhere right now, but like I have the graphic. I have, you know, I'm working on stuff for it, but I never pushed it. Why didn't I push it? Because I know I don't have the time to freaking really push, push, push. So I'm just going to sit on it until I got more time to where I know I can spend more time on it. So I've made the decision to do it. But how many of those half assed projects do we have inside of our business or your other, like for me or other companies? Because really, when you start another organization in your company, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're starting another business. Yes. Right. So yes. like when I use the dispo example, like that's what I mean. Okay. Dispo. Okay. Oh, so no, the, we for us, like, the Airbnb. Yeah, the Airbnb. So for us, the Airbnb. It is. We, you, we've moved it forward, though. We've moved it forward, but kind of like the first year in just investing, right, in wholesaling, right? Um, it's moved forward just because I have a brief knowledge on how to just kick something off. But now when you talk about really excelling this business and, and growing it efficiently, like that's what I pay a coach for. So I know how to do it. I have the resources to do it. I just don't have the time to do it. And that's why it's pushed on to my wife. Yeah. Right. And that's why we have the resources. Because now yeah. you have now you have the resources. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and we have a cleaner when you we have, got a cleaner in-house now. When when you have legitimate resources to where you can push it off and someone generally as entrepreneurs really like quick start mm-hmm. and zero follow through, mm-hmm. I would say. And that's what creates these half built houses. Mm-hmm. But if you have good staff, you can like, hey, just take it, take it to the finish mm-hmm. line. This is what it looks like. This is paint the vision. This is what it looks like. Here's our floor plan. 
Go finish it. Yeah, and like with the wholesale side, Chris has been with me for a long time, and so he's he's helped for sure during football season because a lot of the stuff that I do do, I can't push off to him. You know what I mean? Unless I like really, really, really gotta, you know what I mean? But like he can call me and we can like, oh, do 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 do, and I don't have to explain the language that I'm speaking. He gets it. Yeah, that's really having someone who's been with you for a long time. I think the best thing, and I'll take this back to Alan, the biggest lesson I got from Alan and the biggest blessing. I was with Alan like every day for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Like every day. Like I'd just be in his car with him. Like we'd be driving to projects, talking, and he'd fucking implant in my head some shit that I needed to know. But I was with him. I learned his entire thought process, the way he works, the way he thinks, all that mm-hmm. over a year and a half. To where if you have someone who's been with you for a while and you can do that, that's where the that's what's valuable. That's where you grow. That's where you well, that's his visions for my business scares me. <laughs> like that's an awesome feeling to have. Right. But then you know, we, need, we need to push harder. I mean, in my mind, I, I and I say that like kind of just to just kind of say just how how much faith he has in me. You know what I mean? Obviously, like I have a huge vision for it. And he's like, I say it and he doesn't bat an eye. He's like, Yeah, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so that's when you know you got good people with you. Um and he knows how you think. He's he knows like, how he knows how I think. He know you know he knows that everything that I do that I'm thinking I have him in mind too, you know. And I think um, when me talking about the whole football thing in time, you know, he's like, oh, but you know, you you love to do it. You did it. I'm like, yeah, but I'm a shitty boss. It's not fair to you. The only pushback I will put. <laughs> I'm a shitty boss. It's not fair to you. We have goals for this company. In order for us to get to some of these goals, there's no way in hell I can dedicate that much time to something else. I think you can. No. We just need to find a new answer. I've already I've done it for three three years doing it. I but like right, you'll find a coach who will tell you like, hey, because you're gonna get to a point in your business where it's gonna tell you, bro, you're working way too much. Okay, then I'll go find something to do. Right. But like don't say you're a shitty boss because you're spending. I'm a shitty boss at this point else. in time because I don't have the skill to do it all. Right. So, so I can need we... to stop trying to do it all. Who who could we have hired to make it better? And you're not a shitty boss. What takes place when you hire someone? I mean, okay, we work later. You have to put time into it. Work later. My problem, like, I'll hire people once I once my lead generation and, and deal flow is a whole lot higher. Fair enough. I don't want to, like, I, yeah, I can hire someone, but it's like I'm hiring them to just be okay. Like, no, I don't want to hire someone else to so I can spend time doing other things until I can hire someone and pour fucking value into them and pour time into them because then I can step back. But if I don't have anything to pour into them, I'm just hiring someone to just say that I hired someone to do something at a low performing um, level. Or we hire someone who's a high achiever and we paint the vision. Hey, go take it, run with it, build it up. Yeah, we'll see. I have more time soon, so you better do that. Dude, that that's legitimately all we do. Yeah, that's what at this point it's like we hire high level people. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, this is what's going on. This is what mm-hmm. we need. You have the experience. Like I'm buying sure. back their time. Yeah, I'm buying all their. I time want to be able to sit on a freaking computer with freaking with people and just talk to them about fucking just listen to phone calls and just really build a sales team and really build a cold calling team and really you know just really tear up this acquisition side of it. Cause then you know that won't take that won't take that won't take long. You know, you pull you invest into it, it won't take long before all of a sudden I'm fucking oh shit. I'm doing all this time. I'll promote you. <laughs> Let's dip over here. Let's do this. So that's my thought. I, I want to be able to pour into some more people. And right now I don't have I don't have the time to be able to pour pour into people the way I want to. 
you can't expect people to run with the vision if they don't understand the culture. Yes. And I haven't had a chance to build a culture. To build a culture. I ha- you know what I mean? Like they, they run with the vision. They understand my vision. But at what point are you like, well, shit, what are you putting into this vision? What are you putting into the vision? Me. So you know what you're doing? No, you make- I get that part of it. I get that part of it. But I don't like I don't like to lead that way early. I'm a huge believer and I won't ask you to do anything that that I'm not doing. And eventually you take over that role, but you're compensated for the role that you're taking over because you're replacing me in that role. Not all work looks the same. Mm-hmm. And when you say like, well, they, yeah, they need to see me working. I'm at football season. I'm in football practice. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> so like, oh yeah. So Josh used his example this weekend. Well, last weekend. He, and someone, he, I told you about this. He did this whole delegation thing. Uh-huh. And then one of his employees asked like, what are you going to do? Who's in there? One of his employees asked Josh that after he like delegated everything after like a Monday huddle, like Monday meeting. What are you going to do? He's like, what are you going to do? No, he didn't. Yeah, he, he asked him that. Okay. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? i make sure you have fucking health insurance. I'm going to make sure we have payroll. So I'm going to make sure the company can grow big enough so you can feel significant and mm-hmm. grow inside of our company. Because mm-hmm. no one else is thinking that way, right? Like, people 100%. don't want to think that thinking is work. It is. So you're Fuck still, it is. Yeah. Right? But you're still working. So, like, yeah. again, like, you're thinking the wrong mm-hmm. way, right? But, like, no, I'm... Sitting here, yeah, thinking, going on a walk where I'm playing Legos with my kids and I'm still building shit. Mm-hmm. And then you'll think of something and then we can put it in place. But you're not doing that. No. I'm just doing, but no, I'm saying oh, you're that person. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just doing different work. Like, yeah. I'm, bro, I'm always fucking working. Yeah. I'm always and I, and working. And I can't, and I so maybe it's more of a guilt for me. Because, it's a guilt. Because I know that I'm not at that point in time. Like, anything else you could say, like, if I'm on vacation, yeah, I could still be thinking about my business. What am I at football practice, bro? There's too many... Too many things that go into a football play to think about anything else. And so maybe it's just for me, it's just the time of just where my mind is at. The business is there to serve you, not for you to work in it. It does serve me. But the business. I mean, thinking about it. But you know what I'm I saying? I love like what I you, do. You feel uncomfortable not working, but the whole goal is financial freedom, not to have a fucking job. The whole goal is for your business to run uh-huh. so I can spend more time with my children, mm-hmm. with my family, and football. Okay. So then I guess the thought is, if, yes, that's, that, the, that, that's that is, the goal. No, that is the purpose. Yes, that's the purpose. Is right? to give me a profit. Yes. Help other people feel fulfilled. Yes. And let me do whatever the fuck I want. Well, let's just say I'm not there yet. So that's why I don't feel comfortable. But we need to I... think that way if we want to get there. Right? I like, do think that way. Better. That's why I got to stop. We need to think better. Like, at the end of the day, can't nobody just be like, you know what? I want to spend all this time with my wife and my kids. You know what I mean? And, and I'm so I'm just going to build this business out, but I'm just going to keep going to coach football and think of a and, and, and hopefully think of a way to do it. Like, no, you got to fucking do that. You got to put the shit in place first. I don't have the shit in place. I have it in place for year one, Michael. Year two. But we're on year three now. Like, my, my, so I got big goals. I can't be doing the same shit. It's going to take a different level of commitment from me to get to start to really push the accelerator. And then I can fucking step off that bitch and, 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 and spend all this time doing other things. But right now, just based off my goals and my visions, I don't feel comfortable not constantly pushing it at this point in time. But, so you think it's not pushing? You, you uh, tell me I'm not pushing? You tell me I'm not pushing all the time? You're at masterminds. I can't go to masterminds because I got football No, not, not masterminds. But that's part of your business. That's work. I'm, I'm the saying part like, that your employees don't, the, the part that your employees don't think about is the masterminds. 
They think right now that it's just a cold call and they're hiring someone else. They don't understand that masterminds and self-development. That's a part of pushing your business right now. I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. So it's not pushing the business. Okay. All right. We'll use it for more growth, yeah. but I'm saying you're still not thinking. Don't, don't feel guilty, but I do. Okay. And it, whoops. I mean, like, let's think about guilty. what, like what feeling guilty is like based on, I feel like I'm cheating myself because I know where I want to go and I'm not there yet. Okay. And I'm not feeling like I'm even doing the things to get us there. Okay. Fair enough. But like, again, you're not cheating your business if mm -hmm. you're at, like, it's serving you. It's there yeah. to fucking serve you and make a profit and help other people feel good. I've painted a vision for people and that vision hasn't been fulfilled for the people that I promised that vision to. So for me to be at football practice is cheating fair. people. It's not okay. fair. You know, I've made a commitment to a team. And now it's time to, for me to make sure that I do what I say I'm going to do for the team. Right now, I'm not showing up. Fair enough. You know what I mean? So I think that's, I mean, I, you know, you, I'm showing up. But, but you know, I, I'm not I'm not all there. And I feel like that's not fair. That's why I feel like I'm cheating people. Because cheating others, to me, is cheating myself. Okay. Because, you know, said a man's word is all you got. A man's word is all you got. You got anything else? Anybody got any questions? Brad, Brad, if you're still watching this, I want your input. Because Brad's Brad owns a massive company. And if his ass didn't want to fucking work, he wouldn't have to work. And it's not his job to work because he hired on amazing people to do the work. And he painted the vision, right? <laughs> he, painted, he painted the vision. But he's just a maniac and he dives into some fucking random email with some tenants. <laughs> but that's you know, but that's a testament of loving what you do. Like he doesn't have to, he's not obligated to respond to those emails because he's delegated that task. So he has people to respond to that. Just like, I mean, I still get Airbnb notifications and I still look at them, but I don't feel like, fuck, I got to reply to them. But I um, like to know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like I'm still nosy, bro. Like, you know, I'm still nosy. I like to see the shit, you know? I, I'm somewhat moving into the point to where if it's big enough to know what's going on, the team will tell me. Uh -huh. Anything else? You're they're there for a reason, so my mind space can be more clear, so I can grow bigger. Yeah, like I don't need the little details of anything else. Like if it's really bad, if it's a thousand dollar to four thousand dollar like plus expense, mm. yeah, give me a text, give me a call. Will customers? How the hell we get there? How the hell do you get there? How the hell did we get the thousand dollars, four thousand dollars? What what the fuck went wrong, bro? I had someone <laughs> I had someone fuck up payroll and we lost like fifteen grand. Like, 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 you know what I mean? Like you, you're going to hear about, Hey, we lost 15 grand. It's like, how the fuck did it happen? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not even interested in like the, the loss of the money. How did it happen? I mean, we'll figure that out. That's easy. But you know what I mean? Like that's the, to me, like that's the cool, I'm not a crim major, bro. <laughs> I'm a crim major. I want to know who the fuck, who, who the fuck did it? <laughs> who fucked up? All right. Who fucked up? But that's it, man. I don't have anything unless anyone has any questions. Comments, concerns. Um, I mean, really don't have much for it. Make sure that you guys are um, subscribing to our free agent REI podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure you guys are joining our free AI free agent REI Facebook group. Um, I think we're going to be planning on doing some type of giveaway sometime uh, by the end of the year uh, for any new investors looking to you know get a first deal or just we haven't really wrapped our head around the concept of what we're going to give. So if you have any um, suggestions on what you think would be pretty cool to give out to anyone that is following or a part of our free agent REI Facebook group, uh, please feel free to send us a message and, and give us any type of feedback on what you feel could be something cool to earn. 
We do need to start running ads for that group. We're gonna start running ads for that group. Yeah. Go join the group. Go join the group. That's our real estate group. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Free Agent Real Estate Investing Podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star review. If you would like to stay in touch with Stratton and myself, follow us on Instagram. And please be sure to subscribe to our Free Agent REI Podcast YouTube channel and give us a thumbs up.